This morning, we're going to be talking about yesterday's parsha, as we normally do, with a um, number of isophos and insights. Sunday morning, Erica Nita Mayor Women's Learning Division of Adash Yashurin. Parsha's Bo, we are going to be talking about Parsha's Ba'ira. Okay, so let's please open up the Chumashim. And let us begin here. Parshas Vaera, <coughs> in which Hakadosh Baruch Hu starts talking to Klal Yisrael, and he says in Pasuk Vov, Lochein Emor, Vov Vov, Lochein Emor Levnei Yisrael. I am now talking to Klal Yisrael. Ani Hashem, Motzei Yisrael. I'm going to take you out, Mitacha Sivlois Mitzrayim. From underneath the Sivlois of Mitzrayim, Mitzalti Eschem Avedosim. This morning's Shir is going to start off with trying to understand the word Sivlois. Anybody like to explain the word Sivlois? Some people say the word Sivlois means suffering, some people say the word Sivlois means burden. But either way, in Lashon HaKadosh, we have the following. Mrs. Kornberg is joining us. We'd like to wish Mrs. Kornberg Mazel Tov for her husband's completion yesterday of Mishnayas Taras with a seam that was made at the 845 minion. Okay. So now, um, the Rashi explains the word Sivlois as Toreach. I'm going to answer for a favor. Just close the door, please. Toreach. Masa Mitzrayim, the Tircha of the carrying of Mitzrayim. Now, the Mefarshi Rashi immediately jump upon the fact that Rashi explains the word Sivlis here for the first time, although the word Sivlis appears earlier in Chumash. <coughs> Why did Rashi do that? And the answer because of the word Tachas. Mitachas Sivlis Mitzrayim means from underneath. What does it mean underneath? It means that there has to be something physical that is going on here. To say the word burden or to say the word suffering is very nice, but the word tachas doesn't work for that. That's why Rashi here for the first time has to explain toirach masa mitzrayim, the tircha of the masa, of the burden of the carrying, not the burden of intangibility, the burden of carrying, the toirach masa of mitzrayim. That's why it's translated here. Now others have a slightly different gear than Rashi, but they have another word in Rashi, and the word is oil. Oil, Torah, Maso, Mitzrayim. Oil, Torah, Maso, Mitzrayim. Some explain that the word oil, Torah, Maso, Mitzrayim means, oil, Torah, Maso, Mitzrayim means the yoke. And therefore the word tachas, tachas, I'm going to take you out from underneath the yoke, is very, very appropriate. Very appropriate. Yoke. Take us out of the yoke. Take it out from underneath this yoke. What is a yoke? What is a yoke? So, some of Farshe Rashi, one in particular, explains that the word yoke means the following. If a slave is enslaved and he finishes the job that the master told him and the master tells him, go home. So the slave goes home. The slave goes home. Unbelievable. The slave goes home. And what happens when the slave goes home? The slave goes home, is he now free? 
Answer is no, he's not free. Why is he not free? Because a slave has an oil, a slave has a yoke, and that yoke goes 24-7. So Rashi here adds in the word Nekirs of oil, I am going to take you out from underneath not only the Torah and the Masa, but the oil. I'm going to free you from the oil of Mitzrayim. A myridika concept. I'm going to free you from the oil of Mitzrayim. Now, what is an oil? So last week, I had the opportunity, I want to call it that, Baruch Hashem, I had two simchas. The problem was that the simchas Sunday night and the simchas Wednesday night were both in the same hall. In the same hall. But the hall was located in New York. So I had to go to New York twice in one week. Let's call it a burden. But for simchas it was Gedai. On the fourth plane ride that I had last week, I was sitting next to a guy, clean cut, clean shaven person, who had his laptop open. Had his laptop open. Then he closed his laptop after takeoff and took out a notebook with a pen. Took out a notebook with a pen. And I was in such shock that I ventured to talk to him, which is something that's not done anymore in planes because everybody has buds, nobody talks to anybody. So he takes out <coughs> a notebook and a pen. And I say to him, a notebook and a pen? I was in shock. So he looks at me and he says to me, I am enslaved. Can't tell you exactly, but I'm pretty sure I used that word. I'm enslaved. What am I enslaved to? Bings and dings and tings and sings and all types of things. What does that mean? He said, I'm on call. I work. I'm on call. I get binged and I get dinged with texts and emails all day long. And you know what he said to me? I like to think deeply. I have no chance to think deeply. I only have two times on a plane when most of the bings and dings are off. Or... I wake up early, 5 o'clock in the morning, from 5 to 7 in the morning, I don't get too many bings and dings. Well, I must tell you the truth. I was going to jump on the guy and give him a kiss. I said, come join our show. You can come learn in the morning. But I don't think, I don't think he was. He wasn't Jewish. No, I don't think he was Jewish. I gave him enough opportunity to say he was Jewish. He didn't take, up, take me up on any opportunities. He tells me. He wants to think deeply. He can't think deeply. Dos, dos is an oil. I came back to the coil. One of the younger light in the coil. That's a younger man. He's Hashem, he has married children. Grandfather. He married child grandfather. Anyways, he says to me, when he worked, he was very, had a very, very, very kosher job. He's a head of, head of IT and whatever. You remember the days? Everybody say, you remember the days? He said, every night... He'd go to sleep on his night table. He put down a beeper. Remember a beeper? Remember yeah. beepers? And he was responsible. And if anything went wrong with any computers, they beeped him in the middle of the night. Bill got a shrill, a shrill beep and wake him up. He had to get up. He had to get up. 24 6. We have Shabbos 24 6. He said they used to refer to the people who had these beepers as chain and ball. Remember chain and ball? Chain and ball was. I had an oil. 
Those are men men are shamayim. This guy starts telling me this. He had an oil. Doctor Kodesh Baruch Hu Vodzeisi Eschem Itacha Sivleis Mitzrayim. The first thing he said, I'm going to take you out. Not I'm going to take you out. Stop from underneath the work of Torah and Mas. I'm going to take you out underneath the work of Torah, Mas, and oil. Oil. Adkan Dovralf. Now turn, please. I want to ask you all, all of you, Baruch Hashem, are mothers. Some of you are grandmothers. Some of you, Baruch Hashem, who become grandmothers. Say, Amen. So, you ask your anakul, you ask your child, <coughs> either at the Seder, before the Seder, whatever you want, or during these weeks, what's the first makkah? What's the answer they give you? Dom. Then you say to them, what's Dom? What did they tell you? Who? Blood, will you open up the chumash, please? Open up the chumash, look at the chumash. Look at the chumash, what's going on here? Zion, posseg yud Zion. Zion, posseg yud Zion. And Zion, yud Zion, state in the Torah. Koyamar Hashem, as I say, that here near Hashem, hinei enochi makeh be'amate Hashem be'yodi al-abayim, we're going to hit the water, Hashem be'yohom, and have chuladah. That's it. Obadon, no haposik, zayin ches, ba'adov ha'asheh ba'yor tomus, uvo ha'asheh yor benilu mitzrayim lishus ma'aminim yor. What happened to this part? That the fish died. How come Hashem don't say that the fish died? Perish of posik of the Torah. Part of the makkah, the fish died. Some people say the fish, they live with the fish. They live, they live not eating fish. The fish died. Also part of the makkah, dog yishem be'yor tomus. I'm looking at this posik, and I say to myself, Rebbein Shalom, Thank you once again. Please, thank you once again for giving me siyata d'shmaya. You were here last week. Last week we had we had, we had shir last week. Yeah, oh no, shir last week. I had to go to New York for the chasanas. It was two weeks ago we had shir. Yes. Did we speak about the Mariana Trench in this year? Oh, um, the no. Shul. And sure, we didn't speak about here the Mariana Trench. What's the Mariana Trench? Is a trench. It's a trench which is 1,850 miles long and 45 miles wide and 7 miles deep. It's a cut in the bottom of the ocean, in the Pacific Ocean. In the Pacific Ocean, a cut in the bottom of the ocean. And it's 7,000 feet deep, taller than Mount Everest. If you put Mount Everest into the hole, Mount Everest won't stick out. Yes? What's that called again? Mariana Trench. The Mariana Trench. And the scientists said about the Mariana Trench... It's impossible for anything to live down there. Impossible. Nothing can be alive down there. Nothing. Nothing can be alive down there. It's too deep. The water pressure would destroy anything. There's no life down there. And they discovered this in the 1870s. And that's the way they believe. 1960s, they were able to send a small submarine down into the Mariana Trench. Two scientists, one world-renowned, one very choshev, cramped in a little <coughs> submarine. They went down the Mariana Trench. <coughs> They had a small window in the submarine that cracked through the water pressure. The crack didn't go all the way through, otherwise they would have died immediately. And they stayed down, and they claimed that they saw a fish. And the scientist above ground said, we don't believe you, you're hallucinating. It is. Do you hear what's going on here? 1960, 2018, 14, 18, they made a much more sophisticated, much more sophisticated submarine. They sent down two guys. This time, on the outside of the submarine, they put sticks. 
not sticks made out of wood, metal, metal sticks. And they put fish all over them, dead fish. And within seconds, little tiny fish, little tiny fish, if they're not even called fish, what they're called, came and ate all the meat and left only the bones, nothing left. And then out of the corner of their eye, they saw a fish, a fish that was coming to eat the little fish that had just eaten all the dead fish. And then they even captured some of them. Now there's no more denying. Oh, you decided to something up in a sack. You know what they discovered about the fish? The water pressure is too much. It's impossible to live. They had a good caution. And there's no light down there. There's no light. And they discovered fish with gigantic eyes capable of pulling in any type of light, no matter how small. And they discovered fish were made up at 90% of water because the only thing that is not crushed by water, pressure, is water. Pella! Then they discovered that the fish have something, a tentacle on top of the head that creates a spark that creates light. Their own flashlight. Oh, Scientists were wrong. This is the part that we sing to our children. The end of the you multiply like fish, but that means you're going to live underneath the water. Underneath the water, like Rashi says, and there won't be an iron horror. But besides that, you'll live underneath the water, and the lachas is gevaldik. But Kali still will survive. The people up top will say, Well, there's nothing down there. You can't survive. You can't survive with, with halacha. In this modern day world, men covering their head with a yamaka, women covering their head, Ilka Shabbos, Ilka Starfis, Ilka Strafis, Ilka Dossel, that's Shire. Oh no. We did go to We can survive. And we will survive. And we did survive. So why did the fish symbolize the nature? Why did they die? What's that? Oh, I'm an old, I'm an old, I'm an old. We did go to that's in Parshas Vayechi. We can make it, we can make it, we can make it. We don't give in to pressure, we can do it, we can do it. We lose some people. We can do it. In the Mitzrayim, this is not compared to the end. You turn the water into dam, all the fish died. They can't live with the pressure. Is symbolizing the Mitzrayim. They can't live with the pressure. The water turns to dam, they die. Kalal Yisrael can live under lachats. And we have lived under lachats. It's incredible. Just incredible. We've been talking about this for months already. Weeks and weeks and weeks and months. All the different things we spoke about since, since literally since Bereshus. But we, we, Claw Yisrael, we claw Yisrael. We claw Yisrael. We yid go the roy for carrots. We care about it. Here, by Dogeshebayom, Thomas. They died. They died. They died. Suck Mrs. Polsky, 100% correct. Not only did we live, we thrived. That's what exactly what Shashavor says. They stood there. And people said, there's nothing down there. 
<laughs> they said there's nothing down there, but the Mariana Trench also nothing down there. Shamshon Paul Hirsch came to the community. He gave up a shtella with 50,000 yid and he came and moved to Frankfurt with 10 from families. But he saw potential to save the yid and he turned the entire situation around. It took him a long time. But he knew because at the core of a yid, the core of a yid, the core of a yid can withstand the pressure. You have to help. I just met with a, a, a bunch of boys this morning from the academy. I told him if I was your age, if I lived yet now, I don't even know if I'd be from. I don't know if I. I don't know if I. I said this many times, but I don't know if I would make it. Phone in my pocket, a phone here, a phone here, pressure here, pressure there. What is that? All the enticements of the whole world at your fingertips. I don't know if I would make it. Shamshon Falhurst saw incredible potential. That's what he saw. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. The questions are all right, as always. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So I'm telling you, we call Yisrael, we call Roy Bekerov. It's today, Adogesh should be up Thomas. Unbelievable. And what we've been saying is, Remember the bracha we said that with the bracha is a fine that they survived all the things we spoke about that we can make. It's not like let's go step by step. Okay, what I'm about to say right now is very difficult, very difficult, very difficult. The first Rashi in Parshas Vayera. First Rashi. Turn back. First Rashi in Parshas Vayera. Diberi toy mishvat. Hakadosh Baruch Hu spoke to Moshe Rabbeinu strongly. Because he said the words Lamari Yosef. Moshe Rabbeinu said Lamari Yosef. End of Parshas Shemaisa Lamari Yosef. So he had Daber Elokim. That's Lashin Kasha. But Rosh spoke to Lashin Mishpat because he because he was upset with the Moshe Rabbeinu spoke. Back of Specter Biruchum. Please turn back in Yuchumish. Specter Biruchum and Parshas Vayero from Parshas Vayero is not Hastira. Avram Avinu said in Pasik Yud Cheskov Gimel Vayigash Avram Ayimer Avram came Ayimer half this bad Tzadik in Russia Hashem you're going to kill Tzadik with Russia Uli Yeshkamish Tzadikim made a fifty Chamish maybe a fifty Tzadikim and then in Pasik of Hey look at the Lushin Chalila Lachom May I slay this guy Davar Azeh It's not proper Chalila Lachom May I slay this guy Davar Azeh Lachom is Tzadik in Russia. That's his kasha. And I would add, Vayigash, Rashi says Vayigash means three things. Hagosh Lepius, Hagosh Latvila, Hagosh Lepuchama, and Avraham Avinu came, I never understood this, we spoke about it one time. Avraham Avinu came to talk to God, Koshois, Pius, and Fila. He came with a mocham against Hashem. If Moshe Rabbeinu would not have come to defend Kali Yisrael, Nishkeven Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu was a leader. As a leader, he had to come and he would talk to Ganesh Baruch But, 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 Zakar B'Yeruchum, unbelievable. This is in Vav, Pasuk Aleph, the end of Shemos. He says, had Moshe Rabbeinu not done that? Moshe Rabbeinu not done that? He would have been my Shabbatu. He also had a cloud, I saw my Shabbatu. You have to defend Cloud Yisrael. So what happened? And the reason he wanted to defend Cloud Yisrael was the same meat of Chesed that Abraham Aminu wanted to utilize the fence tonight. He says because he spoke incorrectly. I should have spoken incorrectly. And by a God of Israel, it says the Pasuk Mornyavamis who Sviva of this Arab Oid, you judge 
infinitesimally small. I want to give you an example. A child falls. Come on, son, cuts his leg. Cuts his leg. What happens? Take him to the doctor. Doctor says he needs stitches. Doctor gives three stitches. Another doctor says you should have put in four stitches. Put in four stitches. Another doctor says you put in three stitches. In the back of the leg is a superficial wound. You put in three stitches, you put in four stitches, maybe it'll be a scar. It's that got a shot in front of Shidduch, as they say. But a brain surgeon, who they cut open the head, he's inside the brain. Three stitches, four stitches, centimeters, centimeters, there's no such thing. There's no such thing. In the brain! In the brain! <laughs> no such thing. Can't say a stitch here, a stitch there. You can't say something be here. Every single thing makes sense to me. Well, well, what's the difference? Because one's dealing with the brain, one's dealing with the back of the leg, on a, on a, on a, on a, on a skin wound. Nothing more. It's a pillow. Moshe Rabbeinu was taken to task because he spoke incorrectly to Agadish Baruch Hu. Incorrectly to Agadish Baruch Hu. The Velt. The Welt has no musig what this means. Nowadays, you speak any way you want to anybody you want. Who's the person who just got nominated, got elected? Santos, what's his name over there from New York? Every single thing in his biography is a lie. He graduated from here, he did this, he did that. Now one pack of lies. What's that have to mean about Mizak? One of the things, one of the reasons I always talk against technology, because the first time it came out, one of the first times it came out, somebody a very hush of a job, but one of the biggest asconis in, in, in college, he was showing me a text, maybe it was an email in those days, that he was sending to somebody and he quoted a name of one of the Gedoli Hador. And I said to him, What is this? What was the matter? Say, so you quote the God of last name? You don't put Harav? You don't put Rabbi? You don't put R apostrophe in front of his name? What is this? No, well, that's the way you talk in text. Everything is short. What, well, but text abrogates, text overpowers Shukhan Aruch? Simon Reish Mem, you're there with Kovit Harav? It's a culture! Tentacles. Yetzirah's tentacles. They come in. I'm not saying we're holding a Moshe Abedo's level. Sivam this Aramai. You can't talk this way. Talk this way. Eat this way. This way. That way. Magazines show ads that, 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 that you, you would think if you don't do this, your mamish, your chasta from your, your humanity. If you don't have a house that looks like this, you don't go to this type of restaurant with food that costs this, and, the, and, 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 and these type of boards, and those type of boards. Baruch Hashem, my lifetime still, hope not to. I've not seen one of these, what do they call Chikuri boards, or <laughs> these meat boards. I haven't seen one. I don't want to see one. I don't want to see one. What's it called? Chikuchuri. I, I don't want to see one. A board of meat that costs $1,200, $1,500, $2,000. Let's that, my son. Crazy turns to normal soon. How do you talk? How do you interact? Zokta Chedusha Arim, Nahavart. Unbelievable. 
You get out of Golos Mitzrayim. He says, I don't believe it will wash Loshan. When the Losh, when the Golos is Nimeses when the Golos is disgusting to you, that's when you get out. When it's disgusting to you, that's when you get out. You want to get out? <laughs> then you want to get out? You got to not want it. But if everything is gewaldic, no chataiva, no chataiva, mit glat kosher, and this kosher, and that kosher, and who knows what kosher. And I'm not blaming people. Everybody's so stressed out. Everybody needs a break. But it can't be that we like it here so much. Who wants to leave? Who wants to leave? That's what's going on. Onfang onfang Hashem said, I'm going to take you out of the Tachas civilizations, right? Tachas means, number one, oil. We don't want to be under that guy's oil. I can't think deeply because we're getting dinged and pinged. I'm not saying people don't have jobs. I'm not saying people have a crisis to support their family. I said, I left the guy in the plane. I said, just remember one thing. You're the boss. You're the boss. You're the boss. Aye, because the guy gets a good salary, therefore he's not a slave. The guy told himself he's a slave. And I told him, I said, if my wife would be here, she would tell you, but if she's not here, so I'm going to tell you. You're going to be in my sermon this Saturday. Kodesh <laughs> Boku, sent me, a, sent me a message. What should I do? Sent me a message. Oil. Oil. You need to get out of the oil. Get out of the oil. What oil do Oh, what oil do we need? He's called the Kabul of Old Torah, Mabiri Menu, Oh Malchus, Old Derkeretz. You want to get out of the, you want to get out of this oil? Be the Kabul the Old Torah. It doesn't mean you have to learn twenty four seven. Doesn't mean you have to be in Kyle. It means what is the oil that directs my life? Which oil directs my life? Yen is oil. That I got to be hooked up to your machines twenty four seven. How would you answer that when people say that? Every time Mrs. Mary asks a question, I'm scared because she has such good <laughs> questions. Such good questions. About it, technology spreads time. Does Kufa is, is, is part of the decision? That's part of the decision. I'm not saying that to use I'm just saying, what's the oil? I don't have to be subjugated to the technology. Not to the Marazin society with the stinks that are aged for six months. I don't want to go on a rant in a rave over here. Everything is what you choose, Mrs. Oh, yeah, 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 Mrs. Schreiber. Everything is what you choose. There's nothing to talk about. You're right, 100% right. But they want us to choose. And they're lachatzing us. You can't live without technology. You can't live without it. You can't live without it. You can't exist without it. And I tell you the truth, the people in Shul are very nice to me. I'm still not texting, I'm still not emailing, I haven't sent me, I have a secretary in this show, I understand, but I'm still not doing that, they're, they're, they're being civil, I don't know how much longer people are going to be civil, I thank them so much, I want to ask you something, how can it be you're not available, you're not available, I want to text you, you're not available, if I'm a brain surgeon, you went to me, my text, I, I should answer your text, I'm a brain surgeon, I said, I, uh, hold on for one second, uh, hold, hold his head open for a second, I got to go into a text. But you're putting, like, you're putting both of those, you're throwing those together. Like the guy I want to tell you one thing. 
Food and technology have something very much in common. You know what? You can't survive with either one. You can't survive without food. You can't survive without food. You need food. And people have you believe you can't survive unless you eat in these type of restaurants. You can't survive without technology. People have you believe you can't survive without technology. Oil! Don't make me an oil. I'll decide what I need to survive. I once remember reading about a guy, a crusty old uh, uh, New Englander is what they called him. His phone was ringing. I think he was in New England. I remember. Maybe he was in the West somewhere. I remember. His phone was ringing. Okay, system. Your phone's ringing. He says, I kind of reckon I bought that phone for me to answer and use it when I want to. But the phone don't tell me what to do when I don't want to do it. Remember when the phone would ring in the house? Everything would stop. Can I answer the phone? Can I answer the phone? You know, I told you, my frame of reference to the world is airports. If you go to a... I usually fly American. If you go to American, there's a very big restaurant in the airport. I'm talking here and over here. Uh, uh, LaGuardia is off the charts. The new LaGuardia Airport, you walk in, you think you're in a place of high-tech and a high-end mall with every store in the world. But here, you, 5 o'clock in the morning, people are eating this restaurant. 5 a.m., the restaurant's full. And I've seen this many times. You know, I'm talking about the restaurant that has olive oil on the tables or whatever. Some oh, okay. Huh? You yeah. know, yeah, that restaurant, I see it all the time. Yeah, I have flying all the time. Four people sitting at a table, you know, who's sitting at a table 5 o'clock in the morning? you got to be friends or whatever. Nobody's talking to each other. Everybody's on the phone. Nobody's talking to each other. Who's on the phone who's more important than the three people who are in front of you? Who? And that's the material. They've taken a culture and they've made a culture. And if it's my wife and two kids, everybody's right on the phone. Oil. Who makes my oil? I can't get, I remember, I can't get out of it. It says in the mission you could. Of time used to go to this mission all the time. There's oil tyra that minimizes the oil, the oil of their cherets. And the oil of the government, it's minimal. Not that it goes away completely. It depends what level you run. But get your facts straight. What do I want? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I met a group of kids this morning from the academy. Yes, yes, so I would talk with him. I said, sure, I'll talk to anybody. I told him between 14 and 18 is when you make the decisions for your life. Decisions for your life. What's going to be your love in life? Taiva or have love of those? Taiva. Which one's going to direct you? Which one's going to tell you where to go? Which is going to be your oil? Old Taiva or Old Taiva? What an unbelievable question. Unbelievable question. <laughs> Apologizing. Anybody on the phone? Anybody here? Want to ask anything else? Otherwise, they're going to. Uh, what's that? You have a quick question. Yes. 
Avram Avinu, according to what the Rabbi Yerucham is saying, is his Loshim was not as strong as Moshe Rabbeinu's Loshim. Chalil was a strong Loshim, but not as Loma Hariosa. Therefore, Moshe Rabbeinu was punished, Avram Avinu was not punished. That's a very good question as well. I'm just ending by saying I cannot stop thanking you enough for the pressure to give this year. We should be zoichet, and make the right decisions with oil.